What's up, you guys? Welcome or welcome back to Talk Bookish to Me, the podcast where readers gather to chat about books, share recommendations, and of course, chase that five-star feeling. I'm your host, Gwen, and today I am joined by Sydney from her YouTube channel, Sydney Page Books. We're going to discuss our 2022 reading goals for the new year and do a bit of check-in how we did with our goals this year. Hey, hi everyone. My name is Sydney and I'm 23 years old living with my husband Riley and our little corgi puppy whose name is Benji. Reading has become one of my number one favorite and most exercised hobbies this year. Uh, So much so that I decided to join the world of booktube and start my own channel at around the end of May. Uh, Like Gwen said, my channel is called Sydney Page Books, so you can find me under that name on YouTube and on Instagram as those are the two platforms I'm most active on. I love what I do and I'm so thankful to be doing it as it has given me the chance to meet tons of new people, make tons of new friends such as the lovely Gwen herself within this community. So yeah, that's me and I'm super happy to be here. So I thought it would be fun to start with a few like warm up questions before we jump into the topic at hand. Uh, Question number one, if there was one book that you could make everyone read, what would it be? Easily No Exit by Taylor Adams. I feel like it has become my entire brand at this point, but I seriously love it so much for some reason. It's a very intense thriller centered around the kidnapping of a little girl, so it's not for everyone. But if I could make everyone read it, I would, because I just had such a fun time with the fast-paced writing and all the crazy twists. Also, you guys, it's being adapted for Hulu, so... Let's get pumped. Um, I just, if they do half of what the book did, I'll be okay. I know it's not going to be like a perfect adaptation, but like, I'm so excited. Me too. (laughs) So now I would like to know about your TBR. So describe your TBR to me in three words. Endless, overwhelming, and exciting. Did you find that um, before you joined BookTube, maybe you would read like a book, maybe two, like a month or something, and you had like a manageable amount of books, and then you join BookTube and you're like, all of these recommendations come in, you're like, oh, I want to try this, and I want to try this, or has yes. it pretty much stayed the no, same? No, my I did not have a TBR before BookTube. Right. <laughs> it was zero. I did not know of any thing that I wanted to read. Yeah, I pretty much read one series. I would pick up a book, I would read it. Whenever I was done with it, I would go to the bookstore, pick up the next book in the series. Yeah. And then every once in a while, I'd pick up like a random book here, a random book there. But I definitely wasn't reading as much as I do now. Right. And yeah, it's just you get all of these recommendations. And you're like, oh my gosh, they sound amazing. And then you find other readers that like to read like you. And then you're like, oh, no, definitely not very casual anymore. It used to be, but now it's definitely overwhelming. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So those were perfect words to describe it. How do you organize your books and your bookshelves? Um, Yeah, it's always changing. So to be honest, I don't really organize them in a certain way. I mean, I do, but I don't. It's all pretty random. So there's no rhyme or reason to it, and it doesn't bother me for my shelves to not look a certain way all the time, because I generally love to have a mix of my books everywhere. But on my two main bookcases, I have some organized by size, so there's most of my tall books over on this shelf, and then short books over on another shelf, and then where they come together on the same shelf, it's usually in descending order. (laughs) But again, that's not always true. There is no perfect seamless system for me, I feel like. 
but the one shelf I do have that remains tried and true is the one dedicated to all my book of the month books, which I love seeing all of those together. So I wouldn't say my shelves are unorganized or chaotic because every book has a place and I know exactly where that is for each one, but I really love seeing my books in every room that I go into. So I'll spread them out and scatter them throughout my entire apartment to style them in a way that makes it look all very eclectic. So I have a few stacks over on my plant shelf and some on a TBR cart in my office area, but I am also constantly moving them around and switching things out. So I'll make stacks of books that I want to read for vlogs and other videos, and then they kind of just end up where they end up after that. But I love the feeling of being surrounded by my books, so I don't really mind how that ends up looking. Next, I thought it would be fun, of course, to talk about what we are currently reading. Right, okay, so I'm currently reading A Christmas Romance, which is In a Holidays by Christina Lauren, and I'm loving it. It has the perfect Christmassy rom-com vibes for the season that I desperately needed, um, and I think it would make for such a fun, cute holiday movie, too. I really wish they would do that. Um, I love the concept of following our main character through a Bermuda Triangle slash time loop type plot situation. Um, I'm on page 59, so it's so far so good, but I can't wait to keep reading it later today. Last night, I started From Lukoff with Love um, by Mariana Zapata. I'm currently reading this with Sarah from Sarah Shelves on BookTube. Um, and I am not very far. I don't know exactly what page I'm on. But and I really don't have like too many thoughts about it because I just started it. But as always, Mariana Zapata's books are huge, thick and chunky. Um, there's usually like a slow burn romance. And it's about these ice skaters that have been competing against each other for a very long time that end up having to partner up for various reasons. Um, but yeah, so far so good with that one. I'm not loving it. I'm not hating it. I'm not very far in. So we'll see how that progresses. <laughs> I asked on Instagram if anyone had any questions about our goals or if they wanted to share any of their reading goals for 2022. Marisol, one of my lovely patrons, said she would like 90% of her 2022 reads to come from the books that she already owns. I personally think that's a great goal. I don't know if I could personally do it. I feel like I always feel pressure being on booktube to talk about new books. And some people sent in some questions. So they wanted to know our thoughts on having a number goal, like a number of books that we want to read in a particular year, if that added pressure or stress. And the second question is, what genre do you want to read more of? I personally love having a number goal, even though I don't believe it's necessary at all. Uh, it can be a good challenge, but ultimately it's just for fun. I don't allow myself to feel pressured or stressed about it because I know the world is not going to end if I don't hit that number. The th um, and then as far as the genres for next year, the three that I really want to read more of are thrillers and romance because those are my favorites. Um, but also sci-fi because I have recently discovered a love for it. I'm not saying I'll read a ton of sci-fi, but definitely more than I did this year, hopefully. Setting a number of books to read in a year is kind of a joke. <laughs> I mean, let's be completely honest. I'll go more into this soon, but honestly, I feel absolutely zero pressure to actually hit that goal. Whatever I set it at, I'm like, if I hit it, yay. If I don't, like whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not being paid 
by the book um, or at all for doing this. So I see no need to be stressed out in this way. Um, I know some readers change their goal throughout the year. Like maybe they set it at 100 and then something happened and they're like, oh, I'm going to bump it down to 70. And then they'll change it again. Like, oh, I've surpassed 70. Let me bump it back up to 100. So Please don't let a number stress you out, guys. As far as a genre, like what genres I want to read more of, Sydney and I are pretty much the same. You guys know thrillers and romance are my jam, so I plan to read a bunch of those. That's no shock. Um, I would like to still continue exploring the horror genre um, as I did this year. That was one of my goals for this year, but no promises. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to read 20 horror or what that exactly means. So thank you so much for sending in those questions. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at talkbookishpodcast for the next chance to sound off. Huge announcement. I launched a Patreon, you guys. I wanted a way to connect on a more personal level with you, my listeners, and I know you're always seeking more content from me. Now you can gain access to bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, access to the Discord server, get voting rights that will directly influence the podcast, and more for just $5 a month. Join the Night Owls by clicking the link in the notes of today's show. Each and every one of you is so special to me. I love my listeners, but this is an exclusive tier of membership that provides you with some pretty fun benefits simply for the price of a cup of coffee. Last December, I sat down with Jacqueline and we discussed how to set reading goals and shared our goals for this year. Then in April, we did an accountability check-in to see how we were doing. If you think you're ready to begin setting your reading goals for the new year, consider listening to those episodes. I'll link them in the notes of today's show, but a quick recap. Identify your goals. That's what Sydney and I are here to do today. Make a plan to set yourself up for success. And then I think it's really important to track your progress. And I know some of the ways that we do, we will talk about later as well. So let's start with goals that we had for this year, 2021, and see how we did. What reading goals did you set for yourself and were you able to accomplish them? So the only reading goal I set for myself this year was to read 75 books. So that number goal Um, but I actually easily surpassed it by reading a total of 102 books at this point. Wow. Um, and that is a complete surprise to me. I did not expect to get even close to 100, but that's very exciting. So, uh, I also didn't get very strict with my reading until about halfway through the year. And even then I wouldn't say I was strict about it, but because at the end of May is when I started my booktube channel, like we were just talking about, kind of adds a little bit to uh, your TBR and just like how fast you read and how quickly you want to get those books under your belt, you know? So Mm -hmm. then um, I decided I really wanted to take my reading habits to the next level because of that. So this year has by far been my best one yet since last year. I read 17 books, and then the year before that, I quite literally only read one book. So no matter what, I was going to be happy with how 2021 played out. But I am pleasantly surprised with the way I got into a groove and relentlessly outdid myself this year. Other than that, I mean, I told myself to just have fun and read whatever I wanted to read in the moment because that's mostly what I wanted my focus to be on so that I could 
ease my way back into enjoying one of my favorite hobbies without feeling burnt out right away. But now I feel confident enough and very excited to stretch my goals a bit more for next year. My main reading goals were to read 52 books. So I set mine low. I know I'm going to hit 52 books, but I think if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, 52 books is a book a week. And even if you're working, even if you're, you know, you have kids and stuff like that, to me, in my mind, that's attainable. And so I set mine super low and I know I'm going to surpass it. So I'm like, whatever. And I've been doing that forever. So 52 books, six classics, 12 book of the month books, and 12 new releases. I also set some social media and podcast goals. And I'd say for the most part, I was successful with those, but I want to focus on the reading goals specifically today. So read 52 books. Like I said, it averages out to one a week. Um, It's been my goal for the past eight years. In 2018, when I started tracking my reading for the very first time, I managed to read 43 books. So that was like right when I joined BookTube. I went from reading like, like you said, like maybe 10 books, like a low number of books. And then I jumped to 43 books my very first year. The following year when I was on BookTube for a full year, I crushed my goal and read 111 books. And then during college, it dipped back down, I did like 75, 85, 83. um, And then it started and then when I was done with college, it started ramping back up. I was like 108, 144. This year, I've read over 150 books. I cannot (laughs) believe that. That's crazy. It is insane to think about. I mean, definitely my best year yet. Um, So I think it's time to adjust my goal. I think so too. I think so too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. As far as classics, though, unfortunately, like I don't know why I set this goal for myself because I don't like reading classic literature. (laughs) But on the flip side of things, I think it's important because it sets the stage for many of the tropes and the themes that we see in books we read today. And I do have some classics on my shelves, but I never make them a priority. Also, I totally get pulled in by the covers because they're so pretty. Um, Right now, I'm sitting at three of six red. um, And I could so easily just like bang out those last three and tick that box, you know, say, yeah, yeah, I accomplished my goal. But like, I'm not going to, to be completely honest. (laughs) For my 12 book of the months, I set this goal for myself because I have been subscribed to book of the month since January 2018. And sometimes I pick more than one book a month with their add-on feature. (laughs) That's like the danger zone. You know, Mm -hmm. you pick your one and then you're like, hey, let me add on another one. Like, what am I thinking? And also there is this, well, there's actually three in my area. But there are these um, used bookstores that I love going to because I'm able to use store credit to get books. Um, And they have a lot of book of the month books. So I'm like, oh, I didn't get that one. Let me get it now. Oh, I didn't get that one. Let me get it now. So I would just basically pick up like any book of the month if they remotely sounded interesting to me. I did read more than 12. um, And I took like a serious look at my book of the month shelf because I also keep mine separated. I love the way it looks. And I got rid of all of the ones that I no longer had any interest in reading when I did that episode about how to prioritize your books on your TBR. And I was like, you know what? There are so many books up here that I will literally never read. I managed to read 16 book of the month books 
this year so far. And the last goal was the 12 new releases. And I set this goal for myself because I'm the person who gets so hyped about new books coming out. I buy all the books and then they sit on my shelf unread for years. My hope was that by setting this goal of reading 12, that I would easily surpass it. And I did. I have read 68 new releases this year. So books that were released in 2021. And that's up from only 37 last year. Now that we've had our moment to reflect on the past, let's look ahead to the new year. I thought really hard about this and it all stems from thinking of like the bigger picture. Like what is your ultimate big picture goal and what are the smaller steps that you can take to get there? It's very individual. So Sydney, let's start with your reading goals for 2022. So like I said before, I'm thrilled to be setting new reading goals for 2022 and I'm sure we can all agree that it's a very exciting time for everyone. It's a brand new year full of new opportunities and new possibilities in general, but specifically in terms of reading, I think 2022 is going to be a great year for me. I'm looking forward to kicking it all off on January 1st and having all 365 days to plan for rather than just half the year. So in terms of how many books overall I want to read this year, I want to aim high this time. I love having this goal set as a reminder and a way to make sure I'm keeping a good pace with my reading. But first of all, something I think that is going to be more important and rewarding for me this year is prioritizing quality over quantity as well. Out of the 102 books I read in 2021, there's really only about 10 that I truly loved and would absolutely recommend. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. A lot of the books I read, unfortunately, were mediocre or completely unmemorable and not worth my time, honestly. Now, of course, you can always run that risk, However, I think one of the main reasons I fell into that trap this year was because I would simply pick up a book just for the sake of checking off another book to meet my goal. You know what I mean? As I mentioned, I thought about the big picture and the small steps I could take to get there. I know some readers want a zero TBR. Some readers don't think twice about the amount of unread books they have. My ultimate goal is to have a less intimidating TBR. Unintimidating number is, I have no idea. Um, And I know some of you are going to be like upset and bothered that I don't have like that quantifiable goal to reach. Like I want to have 50 books, you know, that's manageable for me. I just don't have that, but here we are. So my reading goals for 2022 are twofold. Part one is about the books I already have. And part two is about any new books I want to purchase. I already got a really good head start when I cleaned up my TBR with the step-by-step instructions I shared in the How to Prioritize Your TBR episode, which I will also link. I think you guys need to listen to that episode before you go into the new year. And right before the new year myself, I'm going to be doing like one more cleanse and unhaul, setting myself up for ultimate success. Since this year was a huge learning curve for me in trying to figure out what I like to read most, I'll admit I was largely influenced to pick up certain books simply based on what everyone else was reading. But now that I've got my favorite genres nailed down, it's imperative that I stick with those types of books because I know I have a higher chance of enjoying them and giving them four or five stars. I think in the years to come, once I feel like I've gotten enough great books 
from my favorite genres under my belt. I can circle back and focus on reading more diversely, like with classics and historical fiction and things like that. But for now, my big picture goal for this new year would be to choose books for quality purposes first and then shoot for quantity. I never want to think twice about picking up a book on a whim that doesn't interest me this year. So with all that being said, 75 books in a year felt extremely doable for me. So I'm going to shoot for 100 books now in 2022 and hopefully enjoy the majority of them. My other big picture goal would be to decrease my physical TBR, which I think is a lot of people's goals. I don't even know how many I have currently have unread on sitting on my bookshelves, um, but I know that number is just going to keep growing if I don't start taking action now. So how I'm going to do that is for every month's TBR, I want to have seven of the books on there be something that I already physically own as of right now. So not counting any new books I may acquire physically in the new year. And then on top of this, I must also be reading more than I acquire each month so that I can assure this number will be knocked down to somewhere below 50 by the end of 2022. This will still leave me with enough room to read 16 new releases or other anticipated books too, 12 of which can end up being my book of the month picks because I always love those, assuming I don't skip a month also. But this is where the challenging part comes in with reading more than I acquire. I'm going to be limiting myself to only one, maybe two, <laughs> book of the month books each month and passing on the second add-on at least. I can't be getting three new books every month from them. I know. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. It's so, it is. <laughs> um, the reason for this is to make sure I have enough wiggle room to purchase book club books since I'm strictly a part of a couple loosely a part of others, and possibly even starting my own, too. Ooh, exciting. And you have your family book club. Yes. Also. Yes. So she does this family book club, which, I mean, how freaking wholesome is that, you guys? <laughs> Go check out her channel, you guys. You guys are going to love her. <laughs> so as for the books I already have, my goal is to read or unhaul one-third of my physical TBR in six months. And then I'm going to do the same for the last six months of the year. So January 1st, I'm going to count all the books I have on my physical TBR. And on June 30th, I will have read one third of the books, or I will have to unhaul as many books as it takes to reach that goal. So let's say I start the year on January 1st, I count my books and I have 100 books. But June 30th, my goal is to only have 66 books remaining on my shelf. That includes anything new that I'm adding. Now, for the new books I want to purchase, starting with my book of the month subscription. This is Sydney and I's week link, guys. <laughs> um, I'm keeping my subscription. However, and this is, oh, I'm so scared about this goal, you guys, but you heard it here first. I am not allowed to make any new picks until I have read the previous month's choice. In January, if I choose one of the selections, I must read it sometime in January or I am not allowed to choose a book in February and so on. So I'll read the one in January, then I can pick something or, you know, I mean, of course, I'm allowing myself to skip, of course. But if there's something I want in February, I have to make sure that I read the January book 
first. I will also be purchasing my top 10 most anticipated book releases, which will be a separate episode coming up on January 24th. I'll tell you what my top 10 is. And other book purchases, other than the book of the month, other than these top 10s, my goal is kind of like just loose and vague a little bit. But I want to keep in mind that my goal is cutting my physical TBR by two thirds at the end of the year. And last but not least, I'm setting my goal for 100 books read this year. (laughs) So I'm raising it from 52 to 100. And also all of my classics and poetry must be read or unhauled at the end of the year. I want to read at least one book without the audiobook each month. So I have personally become so reliant on audiobooks, which is great. I mean, I love audiobooks. You guys know this. But I will not read a book if I can't get the audiobook. And that's just not going to work with my goals moving forward into the new year because I know there are tons of books on my TBR that do not have audiobooks. So I'm going to start with at least one non-audiobook a month, which I feel is reasonable. I've been doing the same thing with having the audiobook if, or like reading the book if I have the audio. I'm in the same boat as you. I'm starting to use that kind of as a little bit of a crutch, but it's very helpful But I like that you're pushing yourself to at least do one a month that isn't with the audiobook. And then I'll have like two romance books that I want to read, like one I kind of want to read and then one that I really want to read. And I leave the one that I really want to read on my shelves because the one that I kind of want to read is the one that has the audiobook. Guys, what is that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just pick it up and read it, you know? Um, So yeah. I completely agree with you with all that. Yeah, I so I'm gonna try to challenge myself one non audiobook and I did it in November. And I did it in December. So I've, I've kind of already started just to see like, am I crazy? Is this actually gonna work? But like I said, I'm cutting my TBR by two thirds by the end of the year. So do you have any plans in place now or have a plan on how you can accomplish your goals? My plan to accomplish these goals is to try my best and my absolute hardest to read a minimum of 50 pages a day. I kind of already started that this week and just kind of seeing if it's doable. And then on top of that, listen to more audiobooks. They can be a good thing, but they can also be a little bit of a bad thing like we were just talking about. But lately, since I've been snagging audiobooks whenever they're available on Scribd or at my library, I've been doing that now to help me follow along in my physical books. And I find it's a very efficient way to read more, so. Um, I definitely agree. That is, yeah, definitely going to help me next year. Yeah, I think that if an audiobook is available, I'm definitely snagging it from Scribd. I also use my library apps as well. Um, and I do, I'm part of the early listening program for Libro FM. Um, so sometimes I get some books that I'm interested in, you know, listening to from there. But I never just get an audiobook of a book that I don't have. It's always I'm looking for the audiobooks of books that I already have on my shelf. So I think that that's good. right. It's almost like why not? Because unless the narrator is really hard to listen to, it's like, let's just do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So my plan is to tackle my classics and poetry is to make it content for YouTube. So you guys know I have a YouTube channel. Sydney has a YouTube channel. 
we're YouTube besties here. <laughs> um, so I figure if I make it content, I am more apt to like make it happen. So I thought like maybe I'll just do like a classics reading vlog and then I can do another one like a poetry binge and knock those books out that way. All right. How do you check your reading goals and how do you plan to track them? I mostly use Goodreads because I love how it tells you if you are behind or ahead in achieving your number goals. I also plan to stay more consistent with my reading bullet journal to track my wrap-ups and reviews throughout the year. Yeah, I use Goodreads, I use the Storygraph, and I use my bullet journal. Um, those have worked really well in the past, so I plan to continue using those as well. That wraps up this episode of Talk Bookish to Me, where Sydney and I shared all of our new reading goals for 2022. One last goal I wanted to mention is it would be so amazing to have every single listener follow me on Instagram at Talk Bookish Podcast, where you can find all of the templates I'll be sharing. I do fun bookish games. I do polls, announcements, including like our upcoming book discussions, who the guests are going to be and more. Each month, I also poll my followers to see which book of the month they chose. And I have also started sharing the Netflix book club book picks. Check those out in the highlights if you missed the previous ones. As always, I appreciate ratings and reviews, which helps the podcast reach new listeners and readers. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, share your favorite episodes from using Spotify. You can just share it right to your social media. Also spread the word about Talk Bookish to me, to your friends and family. And if you have a book club, absolutely recommend me at your next meeting. Thank you so much for joining me today, Sydney. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Good luck with all your goals. Remember, I will have links to her social media and the links to other episodes mentioned. All of the good stuff will be linked. And don't forget, if you'd like to level up your membership to check out Patreon, which will also be linked. I will be back in two weeks with Jordan for the final episode of season two. I can't believe we're almost at the very end. We're going to rank our best and worst reads of the year and have lots of fun with some end of the year superlatives. Until next time, happy reading. Mm -hmm.